progressive Jewish congregation here. I was I volunteered to be on this this panel to give some some, some aspects of Jewish practice, but when I thought about all the questions that are, that are addressed here, um, I, I, I wrote my piece and I timed it, and it's 15 minutes long. So <laughs> I whittled it down, and whittled it down, and whittled it down, uh, but it will be a bit longer than a minute and a half or three minutes. That's in three main areas. I want to tell you one: some events and learnings about this weekend's topics some progressive Jewish practices, and finally, my personal understanding of death and dying and transition. As a child growing up in a large extended family, I attended many funerals in Lutheran churches back in Texas where I grew up. Not only of grandparents, aunts, uncles, cousins, funerals that marked the end of the public, we, we accepted funerals as the end of public mourning and enabled us all to get off the life. During my university years, I ceased being a Lutheran and identified as agnostic, though I never lost interest in death, dying, and the, the broader questions. In the late 1980s, I became a Jew by choice and a member of our congregation's Hevra Kadisha, or Friends of the Dead. Men, friends, looked after men, women, friends, after women. We washed the body with 12 to 15 liters of water, dry, clothed in a shroud, laid the person in a, on a plain wooden coffin on a bed of wood shavings, and then put the lid on. And there are pre-drilled holes through the lid and through the coffin in which we dried paints, so it's completely sealed up. And our loved one now is, is ready for the grave or for cremation, both of which are okay in, in uh, the Jewish, the progressive Jewish movement. The funeral service will only oh, say prayers, of course, during that during that uh, that process of preparing the body and getting it ready to go into the funeral, and then we we say prayers during that time. We also say prayers afterwards and at the funeral, especially Kaddish. Now maybe you hear a word relationship, Kaddish, Hebrew Kaddisha. Um, Non-Jews hearing Kaddish and reading the translation for the first time are so, sometimes struck by an irony. It's a beautiful prayer in the Aramaic language, recited not only at funerals, but at all of our regular services to remember our loved ones, on, especially on their yard sites of the anniversaries of their deaths or the service we have that's nearest the yard site. Yard site. The irony is that there's not one single mention of death. Kaddish extols the glory of our Creator and our thanks for all of His blessings, all of God's blessings. I just, excuse me, I did try not, not to, uh, to make this I did try to make this general news gender neutral, but every now and then I slip. Now, turn down to my understandings of death and life. In the early uh, in the early 1980s, I read a book titled "Life After Life," written by an American author, and it was all about NDEs or near-death experiences. Lots and lots of them. We've heard one from Paul this morning. Uh, Adam, thank you. 
for your contribution point. Now, the ones that I studied, there were hundreds of them in, you know, mentioned throughout uh, in the book, not specifically one by one by one, but there were that many covered in, when, in the writing. Now, <clears throat> I was also interested in death and dying and, and uh, the work of Elizabeth Cooper Ross. And, uh, and ironically, the, one of the books that I learned most from was called You Cannot Die. And it convinced me. You, we cannot. All right? Which I'll get to and explain that a little bit further there. And it was published quite ironically by all people, <laughs> by Playboy Press. <laughs> oh my goodness. Anyway, it covered a lot of things. Out-of-body experiences, um, the um, okay, well we'll go on. Now, the book that that probably finally settled it for me was Proof of Heaven by Dr. Eben Alexander. Now, before I get to that book specifically, what struck me most in reading about all these near-death experiences is that Jews might be met by, by Moses, uh, Christians by Jesus, Mohammedans by Mohammed, Muslims by Muhammad, I mean. In other words, it doesn't matter. You might also be welcomed into this place, which I call the other realm. There's a here now, which we're in right now. This other place is the other realm. Okay, now you call it heaven or anything else. But that, that, that's for my purposes today. That's how I'm going to talk about it. And in other words, it's for everyone. It's not specific to any, any one faith, tradition, or, or religion. All right. Now, the and you know every everybody gets there, and you may and you, you'll come back or you can come back. You probably will as another person in what is that? Did, what two coffees or uh, two two uh, piece of cake? What do you mean? Oh, good, good. Okay, so, so I get to have, I get to have sixty seconds from your interruption. All right. <laughs> All right. Now you might be welcomed into the into the the here now by a relative as well, and there are other there are other proofs that maybe some of you have already experienced uh, about about this existence in in the here now and in the other place. For example, it's common to hear someone say, oh, I was in the hospital with my grandmother and she was dying, and then she started talking and we couldn't see anybody, and she was talking to my grandfather. Well, the common reaction is, oh, she's hallucinating. But I don't think so. You know, just because we couldn't see the man there didn't make you not there, okay? And you may have a member of your family who remembers, especially as a very small child, or remember being someone else. Anybody have that experience? Okay. 
Uh, and people, uh, people can say, well, then they often say, oh, be quiet, don't talk that way. People will think we're crazy. We don't want crazy people in our family. Well, anyway, it's, I, I think that's just proof of the connectedness of us all. All right? Now, back to even Alexander's book. He was a neurosurgeon. And when his patients used to tell him about, you know the book? His patients used to tell him about their NDEs, their near-death experiences. He would say, yes, you had that experience. And I can show you where in your brain you had it and exactly why it happened. I can even show you the brain processes. Okay, then he was struck with some sort of illness. And what he describes is that he was brain dead for a week. Okay? Now during this, this week when he was brain dead, he had one of these experiences. And he was uh, in the other realm. And he learned so much there. Now, he was struck by this overwhelming sense of, of uh, love without strings. Okay? You just, just it grew and grew and grew and grew. And everybody else that extended that, whether describing NDEs in the book I read, uh, did the same thing. They're really struck by this. Okay? The, anyway, after a week, the director of the hospital, that he was, Dr. Alexander was in the hospital where he practiced. So the director asked Mrs. Alexander and says, well, it's been a week, there's no signs of anything on the machines, we might have to start thinking about unplugging them. And the cousin birds didn't say, he's sitting up talking, wow, okay? And he was, he was back, back in the year now. And he wrote that book. Now, so that did it for me. If you had asked me before that whether I believed in NDEs, I would say yes. Uh, I, 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 but, you know, I don't have anything definitive proof, but that kind of, kind of did it for me. Sorry. So I talk about life in two ways. I'm wrapping up now. Okay. Talk about life in two ways. We, we've got the life in the here now, and we've got the life in the other realm. Death, I only talk about one life one way, and death is when the end of the body that you're in right now, that's death. There is no second death. There is no eternal death. There is eternal life. Okay, thank you. Thanks, sir. And so, if I can just say, you've done such preparation, and it looks to me you've got it written down, and we may be asked if anybody wants to read that, then I can email it to you. Want to read this? Yes. Okay. If you feel like it, have a think and then you can let us know. Thank you. Okay. Pass it on to Denise here. Yeah, I'll okay. just 